to just kind of go ahead and and get into it with you on this episode so just starting out kind of what what got us in the mood or at least what got me in the mood to definitely (laughs) want to talk about this there is finally a game of thrones spinoff series that's a prequel to the entire series something like 145 years or something close to that in the past yeah the fact that they really wanted to first and foremost give us a prequel to a series that was so well done until it was not well done anymore um but yes the audacity to give us a prequel to let's just literally before we get into it what are we reviewing today rachel what is our main point (laughs) we are we are talking about game of thrones today and i'm just gonna go ahead and say this here like not trying to get into the popcorn rating or our true feelings about the show until the end but i think it's safe to say that me and nikki are going to have feelings about this entire thing and i wouldn't say that either of us hate it or love it no matter what game of thrones was a lot of fun so i think if no matter what we can respect it for for what it was but we're about to get into some some feelings about how the whole thing went down from from the highs and the lows Yes, and this is literally the only spoiler warning we are putting out there because we are going to go all over the place today. There is going to be no structure to this episode. Whatever comes out of our mouths comes out of our mouths, and Rachel covered it perfectly that we can still respect the series and the book mm-hmm. books for what they were and what they are, but it's going to be honestly hard for us to reframe from giving our own inputs of things that happen through this series we will give an overall popcorn rating at mm-hmm. the end but we're still given a lot of our thoughts and feelings through this episode so hang tight everybody <laughs> grab a big extra like gigantuous bag of popcorn <laughs> it's gonna be a big one trigger warning for this episode there is a lot of of violence and and sexual misconduct uh it it, there's just a lot that goes on in game of thrones so just all of the trigger warnings all of them just be be warned this episode's gonna get weird y'all but going back to what we were doing and saying prior to revealing yes the fact that they had the audacity to give us a prequel to just the Daenerys family in particular because of that huge shocker at the end Mm -hmm. of Game of Thrones to Mm -hmm. bring it back to now that shocker of what happened with Danny and the fact that yes a prequel I haven't watched it yet I'm it's literally two episodes in I'm holding out but there's been a lot of mixed reactions where a lot of people love it 
And I'm trying to hold out because I don't want to be sucked back into something that's going to probably go on for six, seven years and be disappointed at the end. <laughs> I'm not going to. I've already watched both episodes because I was so excited to get back into it. Uh, Daenerys and the Targaryens were probably one of the the families I found the most interesting watching the entire series. So I was most excited for this this spinoff in particular because I wanted to know more about them. I thought it was going to be about the Mad King, so I was a little bummed that it's not really about that. It's way, like, way before even his time. Oh, yeah. Like you said, it was like 140. I think it's 200 years. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't remember exactly, but it is a long time ago. But there are things i definitely like about it it's been fun to get back to the game of thrones universe uh Mm -hmm. it's just the kind of the kind of fantasy realm that's fun to be in and Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting to to just watch how the storylines play out so it's fun to be back in that world it definitely has that game of thrones feeling but there have been certain things that they've brought like brought up in the plot and 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 things they've done that i'm that do kind of to what you were saying before make it feel kind of like why are we doing this <laughs> the, the biggest thing that i've been seeing online and online surprisingly has been really great about not posting spoilers which has been really mm-hmm. appreciative and the biggest thing i've been seeing is the excitement as you're saying but also the complaint of you are bringing me back into a show with specific characters that are very reminiscent mm-hmm. of Danny mm-hmm. but 10 times worse than what she was <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything for you Nikki but the show has been a lot already and there's only been two episodes so it, it's it's been an interesting journey so far and i i'm excited to see where it goes but i definitely understand the mixed reactions for it and have my own mixed feelings about it as well so we'll just have to see where it goes yeah but let's just get into the game of thrones topic we're in it we're in that universe but let's get to the actual og here where it all started Let's try and back up to the first season. And given when I first started watching this series, they were six seasons in. So I was not a hardcore invested fan in the from the first season back in 2011 when it first started to when it originally ended. I was a late bloomer. I got in, I think, maybe right before season three or four started oh you were earlier than me even yeah well it it just like was getting like such good ratings and Mm -hmm. everybody was talking so so positively about it i'm gonna be honest with you when i started watching season one i wasn't sure if i was gonna go through with watching the rest of the series at the time i didn't actually get invested in the show until a certain character lost his freaking head yes and that is honestly what did it is the new season was coming around when i started watching it in season six and all of everyone around me was saying how have you not watched game of thrones yet how have you not seen it this show is and to be fair, it was not scared to go there. And to your point, we gave a spoiler warning. So yes, 
giving that that spoiler when ed lost his head when sean bean got his head cut off i wasn't ready (laughs) and that's what was such the big shocker because the first so many episodes when watching it i think it was episode three or four he gets his head cut in the middle of this first season because then the last so many episodes of the first season were (gasps) okay yeah yeah yeah. and those first few episodes i said okay this is a show that's kind of medieval-esque it's got some witchcraft some yeah and i was having a hard time keeping up yeah when that happened it was was like okay immediately (laughs) paying attention to every little thing going on you got so insane yeah so insane and that was literally the turning point, I think, for so many fans where they said, all right, they're not afraid to start killing off some main characters. <laughs> no, and that's really what did it for me, too, because it, it really felt like a show that was willing to do anything that was willing, at least anything that it needed to, to move its plot along in an interesting and and honestly entertaining way they really set ned up to be the main character for the whole show you definitely thought you were uh, at some point going to see ned or at least see ned lead one of his sons into the position of the iron throne you thought that in the first few episodes so when that happened it was just like so this show was really willing to flip anything on its head give us a huge twist and and keep it going or really show us that that wheel that they kept talking about in the show of uh, uh the of of power just constantly fighting for for the power of the throne so it was insane yeah and it has literally been nonstop every single season there was something crazy that just happened where season one in particular where we finally figure out okay baratheon's they're not going to necessarily end up on the throne. So who is it next? The Lannister kids. And I think that's really where everything started to get really crazy because it was so much in one in the fact that there was going on with the Lannisters, Jamie and Cersei, for instance, and then the big shocker of, okay, we find out all of her kids are Jamie's kids. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of craziness going on in this series. And not even just with that, but like the fact alone of. They were willing to throw a <laughs> child right out the window. Yeah, that that is just the craziness of all of season one, especially, yes, Ned's head ending up on a spike. And then I think that's really where. Sansa really started her coming to age story which it's a really messed up coming to age story but then that's where season two starts to come in with Joffrey which yeah he was a Baratheon but um was he really he wasn't he was a Lannister nope he was he was full Lannister full Lannister I couldn't stand Joffrey. I could Uh, not stand this kid. He was just terrible to watch. Jack Gleason. Okay. The actor who played Mm, Joffrey. Great job. Well done. Well done. You did a phenomenal job, sir. And just the fact that he was the most hated character of this show until 
Then you get into somebody, Ramsey, who... Ramsey, I couldn't believe, I could not believe we could have a worse king than Joffrey. And then we got a taste of Ramsey. And I, I, I felt so many different different kinds of ways about all of us felt some kind of way about theon he was one of the first betrayals that we really saw of the show uh the the starks had you know taken him in treated him like family and then he betrayed them in i think season one or two and but then after that everything he goes through i think is completely unnecessary yeah and being fair to his character and also the love-hate for Theon is yes. He was somebody that, where the Starks took him in and really treated him like a son and for him to betray them and go Mm -hmm. through this just utter, everybody absolutely hated Theon for the longest time. And then finally when he gets captured, we're all cheering. Yes, he got captured. He's going to get his. But this is not the idea that we had in mind by him essentially going through the horrific, horrific trials of what Ramsay Bolton did to him. Was unnecessary that, yes, it was too much where Theon was stripped of himself, where it was just the shell, where at the end of it, he got his redemption, where it was unfortunate the way it ended for him, yes. but he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really, but that was my, the start of my dislike for Ramsey for obvious reasons, because that was just hard to watch every time those two were on screen together. It was just awful. I hated it. And just, and then after that, moving on to the later seasons when he actually starts to gain some power and, uh, Sansa is put in the position of having to marry him and we have to watch the way he he brutalizes her at the same time and it was just awful and I will say that during that season when they had that huge epic battle between um between Jon Snow and his army and and Ramsay's army that was probably one of my favorite battles of the entire show probably one of the most epic things i i remember when they literally were surrounded by ramsey's forces like the horses and everything and they were just fighting for their lives i was literally holding my breath the entire time and that's the thing that game of thrones really did well in is if it wasn't necessarily a cliffhanger they left you at so many moments throughout this series of holding your breath, your heart stopping, thinking, oh my goodness, our favorites are going to die and they don't wear that specific episode and scene in particular that you're talking about with the huge battle where we think, okay, John has died. He's been smothered to death by all the forces and then he comes up with his hands out and is, I'm alive! And that was just so insane. The, and just that one was of course my favorite but all of the battle sequences in this entire show did such a wonderful job of like really making you feel like you were in the middle of of the battle they were so intense and and it was it was insane to watch it was and going and ending on that particular thing is 
it was so satisfying at the end. It was a bittersweet where finally John is confronting Ramses, where he ends him. And I think there was a lot of pent up energy and also a lot of anger and hate from obviously what it was that he did to Sansa because John loves Sansa Mm -hmm. as his own sister, which technically, arguably, they are brother and sister, whether or not he is legitimately a Stark or a Targaryen big thing that we will get to here momentarily. Yes. But he felt as if he needed to do this where realistically, wouldn't it have made more sense to let Sansa do it? I I agree. And I think I remember being upset about that when I watched it the first time. I was just like, why why not Sansa? I feel like she really deserves this. And I feel like she really came into into that herself where she became very powerful. She became a a a woman not to be trifled with in the yeah. least. If you crossed her, she would take you out, which we eventually got to see with Littlefinger, which yes. was so incredibly satisfying because uh, we find out in the during the during the series that Littlefinger is really the the reason why Ned lost his head and a lot mm-hmm. of what we end up seeing throughout the whole show gets set into motion. So to to get to see her come into that power and take him out was great and it would have been lovely to see her do that with Ramsay as well (laughs) well the student was taught very well from the teacher being meaning little finger is she mentions that i learned all of everything from you and yeah he got his where eventually we kept going through this where Oh, Littlefinger, are you to be trusted? No, you're not. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. Okay, he's gone. (laughs) And just the way it ended for Sansa in particular, where she ended up still being Queen of the North, which worked out for her. And she stayed true to her character, where it was a very... Her story was very hard, and in the sense it was not easy for her, Mm -hmm. where she saw a lot of death, and Mm -hmm. a lot of people betray her. She was sold a lot of things that did not go her way, but she ended up on top at the end. She didn't take the Iron Throne necessarily, but she still was queen of the North. She got to take back her home, and I think that's what mattered more than anything, Mm -hmm. because... I I honestly think that was the the best way her story could have possibly ended was for her to be the the queen in the north and it was very lovely to get to see that for her after everything she had been through which a lot of people I think were a little upset when she wasn't essentially on the iron throne at the end but I don't think she I'm gonna get flack for this but I think she ended up where she needed to be I would not say that she was maybe the one to end up on the Iron Throne though if we're gonna talk about who was supposed to end up on the Iron Throne I'm about to get upset because this is where I'm gonna start complaining about how the show eventually just decided to go off of the rails in the weirdest way I I don't know if it was always the plan to have Daenerys go mad and have her just burn down entire, like, 
cities and and innocent civilians but they spent the entire show building her character not to be that person to literally be to be the the queen that fights those kinds of oppressors and the rulers that would rule in such a way and if that was the plan it needed like another season or so to like have that slow burn into that but to have her have her lose her mind so so out of the blue and so quickly and then to burn down the entire city and and basically get to the point where Jon Snow didn't have a choice when he uh reunited with her at the end of this battle she's burned down the entire city so many uh men women and children who had nothing to do with any anything that ever happened in the show just gone decimated by her dragons and he takes her out because he has no choice and it's not what i wanted it's not what i wanted to see what i wanted to see was for her to take cersei out and to leave the the city alone to leave um king king's landing alone and to just take out cersei and claim the throne reclaim her rightful um place on the throne and as weird as it was as weird as it would have been i wanted her and Jon snow to get married attack me all you want <laughs> I wanted them to get married and rule together because, yes, it would have been weird considering that what we find out about Jon Snow in the show, I think politically it would have made the most sense and it would have just been a good move for the whole, like, the entire kingdom and the whole show. But that's not what happened. Yeah, it it's always been there where, yes, her character was built to be this strong ruler and ideally she was supposed to end up on the iron throne but there has been things throughout the series that made sense of her crazed out cracked um just going nuts at the end of the series was yeah she had a lot of death a lot of things that had happened where she was sold off as a slave and treated very poorly through the whole entire series and not taken seriously and she had dragons for crying out loud what more do you need but <sighs> there was things where yeah she was burning people alive that if you did not bow down to me i was gonna burn you and that goes for sam's family where she burned them alive she didn't give them another choice and things like that kept building up where i will agree that the last season they made her flip so quickly where it should have been at least another season or added so many more episodes to that final season to make a time jump of a year even, five years max, to show, okay, she's this worn queen now that's just very crazy and disturbed by the end of this. And the fact to make her finally snap to say, okay, I'm going to go burn down a whole entire city, but... I don't, it, it wouldn't have been just the fact of her seeing her best friend's head get beheaded. And John never wanted the Iron Throne. He made that very clear for her to sit there and say, you're wanting to take the Iron Throne. Quite frankly, I would have liked to have seen it go where she finally gets the Iron Throne. Okay, she doesn't burn down King's Landing. Mm -hmm. And what happens is time jump going forward she's this crazy person just as out of her mind and john 
is finally attempting to kill her, doesn't kill her. And she says, okay, for that, I'm going to burn you alive. Because he is a Targaryen, we find out. To see him get burned and not get burnt and survive that, to say, whoa, he's a Targaryen too, then let everyone turn on her. Something more crazy like that, or a really crazy twist, to let the Night King have killed her and turned her into a Night Queen. That oh my god, that would have crazy. been wild. And then, like, she could have gotten the other dragons, and then instead of burning the city down with fire, they could have burned ice it down dragons. with ice. Yeah, that yes. would have been so cool. All of all of these things would have been better than the ending that we got. It was uh, so annoying. Because Bran? Bran? The funny thing about that, though, is early on, pretty much, he predicted this. He knew she was going to burn down a city and kill thousands and thousands of people, which his words is, I can't interfere with anything. But yet you allowed this woman to burn down a city and kill thousands and thousands of innocent people in the process. That is not okay. (laughs) There's so much wrong with Bran. Uh, not even, not even getting started on the fact that he shouldn't have been the one to ascend to the throne. It just did not make sense. He, I, I didn't like what his character was so boring throughout the whole show. The way that they handled the three-eyed raven, I just thought was really weird and odd. And that—that's the reason why Hordor is Hordor. It's. It was just a really weird storyline, and to have the whole show come to a head with him, with Bran being the king just seemed really off. I would have been more okay, and this is going to sound... No, why would you say that? I would have been more okay with the Night King and all the White Walkers taking ah! over versus Bran ending up on the Iron Throne. It just did not make sense. It was such a cop-out, in my own opinion. Honestly, I could not agree more. If you were not going to, if it, like, because I think the whole thing, it, what it boils down to is that, that need and that want to subvert expectations, which stop trying to do that and just write good stories, please. <laughs> but if that's truly and honestly what they wanted to do was subvert our expectations and do something we weren't expecting, because I think what we were all expecting at that point was some form of Daenerys or Jon Snow, or the combination of the two taking the Iron Throne. I'm pretty sure that was what most of us thought. So if that's not what they were going to give us, seeing the 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 White Walkers win would have been a much more interesting subversion of expectations since that was the big bad we had been fighting the entire show. Yeah, because literally... The entire series was all about the wall, making sure the White Walkers couldn't get in and defeating the White Walkers. And it all to end in this one essential episode that was such a powerful episode at that. But to be such an easy kill where the whole entire time it's been Arya who was going to go kill the Night King and kills him. And just like that, poof, they're all gone after so many seasons where it was so, it wasn't a simple battle by any means, but the fact that the kill came to be so simple, where 
they should have made an essential character a White Walker. That would have been such a fun dynamic for them to do that, especially if they made Daenerys a White Walker. Like the White Walker Queen, that would have been so that would crazy. Have been so cool. They. <sighs> That battle, of course, that was the battle that we had been working to. Like you were saying from the beginning of the show, the White Walkers have been this impending thing that has been hanging over the characters' heads from the very first episode. So to finally come to this battle that we have all been looking forward to, it was so disappointing. Like you said, where it was just Arya who who just kind of by this the weirdest sneak attack move oh i'm caught let me just let go of my blade and grab it with my other hand and stab him he didn't he couldn't stop that really it it just it the whole thing seemed unbelievable and then the entire battle like i was saying before every battle that we got to see that led up to this it, they did such a wonderful job of of making you feel like you were really in the shoes of the characters who who you were watching fight and it made every battle feel so intense like you were really there and it was so dark i couldn't see it i couldn't yeah. see it it was it was uh, probably whole... one of the worst shot battles of the yeah. entire show and so disappointing on so many levels there were so many mess ups that they were just honestly, there is no better word to say, but they were lazy about that whole last season. The Starbucks cu- cup in one of the scenes, the water bottle in that. another scene. Just the fact that you are not paying attention to those small things that are coming up goes to show, which I don't want to put words in anyone's mouths. I don't want to speak for the money, the time and effort, because yes, this whole entire show was Flawless. It was so well done. But for those small mistakes to be let go shows that they were getting very sloppy with it. It, it really did feel like at the end they were just just very... Giving up. <laughs> yeah, they were just running on fumes and just trying to get it done as fast as they possibly could just to get it over with. And as a fan, it was just incredibly disappointing to watch considering everything had been building up and leading up to this to to these few episodes to these few moments and just to have like not to get that payoff and and not even just that so many characters we got to see so many characters build these huge arcs so so many characters were flawed in the show we got to watch them go through these beautiful redemption arcs just for all of it not to matter by the last episode and so it was just incredibly disappointing. Yeah, especially talking about Jon Snow's character in particular. We already told that big spoiler elephant in the room of, oh, he's a Targaryen. But the whole entire time from season one until season eight when it ended, it was, who is Jon Snow? Who are his parents? We don't know. That's and then- why one of the reasons I was so mad Ned died. I was like, he knew. <laughs> And finally, to actually figure out all that build-up season after season to find out, okay, Jon Snow actually had parents. They're Targaryens. He is a Targaryen. He is not a no one. He is somebody. And for that to literally fall flat where it was like, eh, we're going to build up. Nah, we're going to come back down. Everything that we found out about that ended up not mattering. And then it just made one of... Because... 
I remember before they ever even met in the show, because they didn't meet until the very end, and by then we actually found everything out, and I was just cheering for weird things to happen. But mm. uh, but before they ever met in the show, just watching their different arcs starting to unfold, starting to play out, I wanted Daenerys and Jon Snow to eventually meet and get together and rule the kingdoms together. That's what I wanted. I wanted them to join the the rightful heirs to the thrones and the north together as like one unit and rule together as like a power couple and just just to find that out and then not have it matter and then have it ruin probably the one romance i was really excited for throughout the entire show sucked <laughs> It did because there was so much tension with these two characters and then finally where it's revealed, okay, uh, that's your nephew and your aunt. Um, Yeah. And even to then, it was kind of one of those things that it didn't matter to either of them. It didn't matter to John. John still absolutely loved Daenerys and still wanted to he said to her point blank you are still my queen and to her it wasn't enough it was still this challenge in the way of her taking it out of the years and years of abuse that she has faced with men in her life she said no i am not going to let some other man that is a targaryen take what is rightfully mine which she kind of unfortunately it played out very poorly for her where he killed her at the end of it it was it was so unfortunate to see all of that play out because it i don't want to keep like circling back to this thing but like it, it's exactly like how i was saying with the redemptions and like the the watching these character arts play out for it all not to matter at the end was just again where daenerys was going around literally liberating uh liberating cities liberating whole civilizations and and just becoming this what is really portrayed as a good leader and a good queen at least good to her to every citizen in her in her in her rule to have her turn like that to the point that Jon Snow would even need to kill her to have her even even with everything that had happened to her just to to not trust Jon Snow when he had, other than being tar- of Targaryen blood, given her no reason to distrust him, was so odd because she was generally a good judgment of character throughout the entire show. She could tell who was going to be loyal to her and who was going to betray her. And Jon Snow, had she not done what she had done, would not have betrayed her. So it was just so wild to see all of that. Yeah, and let alone for the fact that he essentially got exiled at the end of it and nobody saw it as, okay, she was going to go mad, which she essentially, she essentially did go mad and burn down a whole entire city, but yet everyone's upset with Jon Snow for killing her after burning down a city of defenseless we people. We didn't do this to Jamie. We didn't do this to yeah. Jamie. Wasn't he, wasn't his nickname the whole show the King Killer for killing a different Targaryen leader? So it didn't make sense. That did not make sense to me for him to kill her like that and then him get just exiled with the wildlings and say, okay. And yet now, 
For those that don't know, he is getting his own spinoff show. I am excited to see it. I am so excited for that because that means we get more time with Jon Snow and Kit Harington on screen. But I don't understand or really know what they're looking to do with that because his his arc is done essentially where it's okay, he's with the wildlings, but are they going to go more into his time as a Targaryen or are we going to explore that? I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see for maybe they go find a new dragon. And since he is a Targaryen, maybe you'll eventually get to see what what you always wanted and him him pull a Daenerys and bring a dragon back to life. Who knows? But I don't know. I'm very interested to see where where his whole story arc goes. But it's it it's exactly like you said. It didn't make any sense to send him out to to the north and let alone i don't mean to cut you off but let alone the whole thing about the prince or princess who was promised that whole storyline who who was the prince or princess that was promised they never fully said who that was supposed to be yeah it doesn't it just doesn't none of it made any sense and it was just so weird and like i just i just i didn't understand it and then going back to like the whole like things not again not making sense in the sense that we we watch characters go through specific arcs jamie jamie was one of the most like reprehensible characters at the beginning of the show nobody could there was no reason to like him he literally pushed a child out of a window to cover up his his twincest it was disgusting <laughs> So it was, it was just, (laughs) there was nothing to like about Jamie at first, but then just like a lot of the questionable characters in the show, they were all very complicated and we got to see him go through his own struggles and, and deal with his own, his own kind of redemption arc that we got to see him go through. Eventually we get to see him realize that, that his sister is wrong and that she in herself is is in a, in a lot of ways mad and he can't he can't continue to follow her and then and then we get to see him go to Brianna and they have a beautiful arc together but then again like just it didn't matter he for whatever reason decides that he needs to go protect his sister from the the war that's come rightfully coming for her and he decides to go protect her when everything like literally everything he had been doing just episodes before that would made it very confusing to why he would even do that in the first place it it just made no sense yeah it was really sad to see his character grow so much through the series and make such a positive change to have it all literally come crumbling down on top of him and couldn't have said it any better oh my god yeah and just for them to end it that way for him and Cersei's versus everyone really wanted to see such a different ending with Cersei's character I would have loved for her to either make a true transition from a wicked woman to being somebody that really has seen the error of her ways and teamed up with um, I would say whoever was left standing to fight Daenerys at the end, that would have been a really cool comeback for her. 
it the the thing is is her character was so important to the show and she had done again so many heinous things throughout the entirety of the show i i wasn't really sure she was deserving a redemption arc by the time we had gotten to her death in the show but that being said everything that she had done up until that point she either needed to do something really crazy wild like stand up to Daenerys and possibly take her down for burning down the entirety of King's Landing that or uh she needed a much more interesting death than I got crushed by my own castle <laughs> it just it it's just so much of this was just a lot of build up for a huge disappointment yeah where they got it right they got it right and then where they got it wrong they got it wrong and there could be a lot said for a lot of character development such as with so with sam's character in particular he got his happy ending he really did he ended up writing essentially the game of thrones books he is jjr martin writing game of thrones <laughs> i loved his character he was probably one of my favorites throughout the whole show but he really embodied that 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 good sweet character and i just always fall for those characters so he was just great to watch and to get to see him get his happy ending because he went through a lot during this show between having to deal with his father and and saving gilly and then having to deal with her father yeah. and so just everything he he had to go through it was it was so wonderful to see at least one of the characters that i love get a a good and satisfying ending I, th I think the same thing could also kind of be said for Tyrion's character because he survived the whole entire series. He still ended up being essentially the person to be there by the side of whoever was ruling mm -hmm. at the end of it and where there were so many times that... Tyrion could have died through this whole entire oh, yeah. series, but for whatever reason, they wanted to keep him he, around. He kept... He kept surviving i loved his character so much i'm so happy he was one of the ones that we got to see make it to the end but i don't know i still felt a little disappointed for him because yes he did end up still getting that that place of power which he definitely deserved and he's definitely a good voice of reason a good hand to the king that being said i would have liked for him to have i don't know just maybe some more happiness in his in his life he deserved it yeah and also going back to john's character it would be nice for some kind of redemption arc for him and his character instead of him getting exiled it would have been nice to either seen him on the iron throne that would have been great or finally find actual love with somebody just giving him i don't know there's a lot of questions where did that last dragon go we don't know what happened. We don't know. Maybe, maybe John will find it with a, a new red-headed wildling yeah. to, yeah. to, to hang out with. So who knows? And then also with just what a sad, sad story for all of the Stark kids besides the girls, obviously. Sansa, we already covered her. Arya, she still survived this whole series and ended up such one of the coolest characters but 
Oh, and there's Brent. There's Brent too. But talking about the other brothers that didn't make it. The I when I was going through and like recapping the show, that was the number one takeaway I actually had was the Starks just can't catch a break this entire series from beginning to end. They are just constantly just getting the crap end of the stick every time from the minute uh ned loses his head and yes sansa does become queen of the north which is the as good of a redemption we really got for the starks and could really expect after a certain point but it was just they just kept killing them off like crazy and yeah bran did become the king and take the iron throne but i argue everything that he went through i mean even brand said it himself he's not the brand that we knew at the beginning of the show whoever that was is is gone and has been long gone he's the the three-eyed raven which is this otherworldly being that just embodies these people who are destined to become the three-eyed raven so it's not even really brand stark who's the king of of the Iron Throne. It's the Three-Eyed Raven. So honestly, I don't even count that as a win for the Starks. So b between like all of them being dead and Jon being sent to the to the North, Sansa's really their only win. Yeah, because even with Rick Rickon, I mean, he got murdered by Ramsay. Another reason to hate Ramsay, because he threw a bunch of arrows in his chest. That was so uh, unnecessary. Yeah. Just so unnecessary. But it everything was, he did was so unnecessary. It was premeditated all throughout the series, which a lot of people, even including myself, I didn't catch on until later, was each time a direwolf died, that was each time a... <laughs> Stark kid was gonna die. Yeah. I mean, technically, we even lost Jon Snow for a little bit. True. Yeah. Where uh, we didn't know whether or not he was actually gonna come me. back alive. That scared me. It's funny because that's when I did start finally watching this series. And I remember seeing Entertainment Tonight or Entertainment Weekly magazines posting photos of Kit Harrington and saying, he's alive! <laughs> and not understanding the significance behind this until actually watching it and saying, oh my goodness, no, Jon Snow! And then, yeah, he's alive! That's so funny. But... Uh. Another thing that the Starks had to go through, which I was just, when this happened, this was another one of those moments in the show where they really just did a good job of pulling the the rug out from under view. You just really weren't expecting it. Nope. Uh, the Red Wedding. Would you like to go to a Red Wedding? Uh, I'm good. I'm very, very good. Oh my god. So, what a twisted series of events unfolded that one entire episode. We lost so many main characters that episode. We lost half of the Starks in that, I think, in that episode. Because I think we lost, like, three of them right yep. then and there in yep. that episode. And it was, it was terrible to watch. Rob had been married. His wife was already pregnant. She She was full yeah, pregnant. Yeah, she was, yeah... And just all of it just ripped away from them in seconds. And it was so fast. It was so fast the way the Starks were taking out. And then it felt like the rest of the battle just went on for 
ever. And quite frankly, I'm shocked that we we managed to keep Arya throughout the whole thing. Oh, I know. And yeah, because so many things kept unfolding where, okay, when we finally lost Ed, we said, okay, we know this series is not afraid to go there. But after the Red Wedding happened, then we all knew and said, okay, these creators are not messing around. Nobody is safe. (laughs) I was shaking every episode. I was worried for everybody every single episode because you never knew what was going to happen. You really never knew who they were going to take out. And they would just take people out in in the most mundane ways sometimes, too. Like when they took out uh, uh, Drago. Yes. uh, An infection? Really? Really? After that, I watched every cut, every every wound anybody got. I was waiting for it to get infected after that. That was just so wild that that's how he went out. There's a lot of wild things, especially the one particular episode with a certain Martell character and the, the mountain and... Uh, <laughs> yeah that, that was another one i was not ready he i thought he had him i thought he had him i wasn't ready that was a really horrifying episode because we have seen some really morbid things happen in this series that that probably takes the cake for me his head getting squished in it was absolutely terrifying and you it it just the again like this show would just when it was ready to just rip the rug out from under you things just started happening so fast when when martell started to take down the mountain you thought he had him you really thought he was gonna take him out and that it was gonna be easy and then when he's walking away thinking he won the battle just to have it just flip so quickly and just the intensity of watching his head explode and then having to see the terror in his in in his wife in his wife's eyes right after that just her in face really just said everything that i was feeling in that moment it was wild that's the show it just took you on wild rides but it would have honestly we would have probably all have taken it on that huge cliffhanger at the end of season seven where Daenerys is just going through the seas with her dragons and all is fine everything's optimistic and there just end it there where all it's left for your own interpretation to figure out what happens that would have been cool yeah honestly because what we got was not what i wanted in the least bit i was so excited when she was finally heading to westeros and then she got there and i said no 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 go back go back go back because <laughs> when she started losing each of her dragons it was just it had to have been some kind of poetic ending to her and her two brothers where each of them were finally taken down and then realistically yeah she dies at the end but her last dragon we don't know what happened to it other than it left in heartbreak it took her body wherever Mm -hmm. it took her and people were saying that they're thinking and obviously making assumptions that it took her to some dragon layer that maybe it will rebirth her or lay eggs we don't know 
That'd be wild. That would be really insane. Who knows? Maybe we'll find out in the Jon Snow show. That'd be really cool if they did do that, where finally Drogon actually came back to Jon Snow and said, Hey, I'll, I'll be your dragon pet or your child, your dragon child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. I would love to see that. Well, we have probably talked everyone's ear off for almost an hour now, if not an hour. Haven't been keeping track of the time, but we will call this an episode. And this wasn't necessarily a review episode. It was more of just kind of going all over the place where we will say this is a to be continued. We're not going to end this review here. We're going to revisit Game of Thrones in another season for us just because we feel there's so much we can cover mm-hmm. and there's not enough time to cover it in one single episode no there there's so much that we haven't talked about in the show about the show but again there if we started talking about everything that happened in the show we'd be here for hours and just yeah. hours so we will uh put a pin in it for now and and come back to it but just as a, a kind of before we go, if you were to offer somebody a bag of popcorn for this, this series, Nikki, what might you offer them? What size bag am I going to give this? To be fair, I really want to give this series an extra large. That's where my heart is wanting to give it. But just for all of the... Just all of the things that did not make sense, we had too many questions that still were left unanswered just a lot i don't want to do an in-between bag but i'm i'm really heading that way mm, i want to this all the time I, I i can't i can't end on a large but i can't end up on a medium i'm going in the in-between bag of medium and a large because i can't give it an extra large and i can't straight give it a medium this show had all the feels it made me cry it made me laugh it made me happy excited on the edge of my seat heart racing heart stopping everything amazing characters amazing storylines but then storylines that fell really super flat for me that left me so incredibly disappointed and upset that i want to revisit the game of thrones series itself i'm not ready it's going to take me so many years to go back to the show just for the way it ended and it left me so wanting more and upset at all at the same time that's why I'm giving it an in-between bag. Because I can't settle. I can't. Uh, for me, personally, it's going to be a medium bag. Easy. It's just... Don't get me wrong. I do love this show. There's so much I can say about this show that I love. The fight sequences were always amazing. The battles were just so exciting. Edge of your seat. Just amazing to watch. The... The storylines were were wild and the twists normally were good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it just, again, was just exciting. I There were so many good characters to fall in love with, so many good characters to, to hate. Uh, yeah. The redemption arcs, it, I am a sucker for a good redemption arc, and mm-hmm. this show had them. And so there was just, just so much to love about this show, but... 
that ending was just so disappointing and fell so flat and made so many things that that we had watched get built up to to up into that point just not matter even Mm -hmm. a little bit just made it feel like such a waste of time and such a a, just again like none of it mattered so for that just for that it's gonna be a medium bag of popcorn for me i respect it for everything that it it was it was a wonderful fantasy show to get to visit i love the world of westeros and i've been enjoying getting to revisit it in the new show but medium bag for me the average score for the entire series from the audience was an 85 and then the critics was an 89 that's actually more than I would have given either of them. I would have said somewhere around 70 for both the critics and the and the audience. All right, so this has been a fun episode of talking about Game of Thrones, and I'm excited to revisit this at a, uh, during a different season, but I am beyond excited for next week's episode. This is something that we have been talking about doing for quite a while now and have never gotten around to doing, so... Next week, we won't be doing a regular review like normal. We'll be doing a special kind of episode for next week. We will be talking about our top three video games. So look forward to that. There's definitely going to be a lot to talk about. I'm very excited about it. I, I love video games, so I can't wait for next week. It's going to be a good change of pace for sure, just because we normally do have some kind of specialty episodes that we do each season, but we haven't touched on gaming really, very scratching the surface. So this will be a very exciting, fun, special, not a bonus episode, a full episode. This will be a fun, full episode. (laughs) Yes, for sure. I think that about covers it then. Yep, so until until next week then, right? Until then. Bye. If you like two girls, one review, go subscribe wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Where are my dragons? Where are my dragons, Rachel? Where are my dragons? <laughs> How many titles did she end up having? God. Uh, don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs>